0: For those of you who don't know Sam, which I would find hard to believe because his reach is well beyond bluegrass, he's the king of Telluride, the father of new grass, and other interp- interpretations of the genre is inspired. I don't even know how many mandolin players. So I'm, I've always wondered, I've heard musings over my years being involved with bluegrass, how, where did the whole awesome roar festival come from in the first place?
1: Well, I mean, I was very fortunate growing up, you know, around the East that uh, in 1965, I first, well, I was reading Sing Out magazine, the folk magazine, and there was an ad for the Roanoke Bluegrass Festival held in Fincastle, Virginia, outside Roanoke. And um, so I was 13 and my parents let me go. And I've, little did I know that going to that festival would change my life. And, and uh here I am at this age still playing festivals for a living. Now, I mean, you know, as a kid I never dreamed I'd be doing that for a living. I just it was just to go to a festival and hear so many of your favorite performers all in one day or throughout a whole weekend. And uh so the the idea of festivals uh, really, you know, took on with bluegrass and um multi day events and, and so it got to where when the, the first time I go to Telluride in 1975, it was uh, our, our band, New Grass Revival. We we knew we had met some people that we were going to be friends with, and that and that I don't know. It seemed it seemed as if the wide open spaces of Colorado lended themselves to wide open you know attitudes with the audience that was ready to hear anything and not just you know traditional bluegrass or or, you know, not just any one type, that that the whole state was wide open for us. And that's how it's always felt ever since then.
0: And and have you attended, so coming up this year, it's the 45th Telluride Festival. Have you actually been to every Uh, single one since then?
1: I have, yes. I've been very fortunate. So this year will be my 44th. (laughs) And uh, pretty amazing when you think about it. And not to mention, it's just, um, it's a real fortunate situation. Whenever you can continue to have a festival. So, boy, credit the people at plant the Grass for being able to keep a festival going and, and one in a box canyon at that.
0: It's pretty crazy. I've worked bluegrass, Telluride, for a while, and I just started going back. But I work rocky grass for the past, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years at the Backstage Gate. Craig and that team is just phenomenal what they can accomplish. So thank you for constantly doing it and supporting that kind of outlet for musicians. It takes a lot of heart and soul to do what you do, I think. Where do you think that heart and soul comes from? Like, what what drives you? You, I read that you picked up a mandolin at 11. Who put it in your hands? Like, where did this magic kind of spring from, do you think? Do you ever think about that? Or do you just do it?
1: Well, my parents. uh, In that, uh, my parents were fans of country music and, and music in general. And my dad played the fiddle and some mandolin. So there was fiddle and mandolin in the house. My mom played guitar. And um, I, all of us were very, you know, us, we were five kids. And our parents encouraged us all. We grew up on a farm, so they encouraged us to get off of that farm and have an easier life. And playing music certainly is easier than farming, that's for sure. <laughs> and But as far as, you know, where, I mean, I'm just fortunate that, that music just kind of led me there, the same way that playing the mandolin led me into bluegrass music because as I, you know, learn learned to love the sound of that instrument due to my dad's fiddle records that would have mandolin on them well then um you know that i upon further studying bluegrass music was where all the advanced mandolin players were, so I actually kind of followed the my love of that instrument into the the genre of music where it was used the most being bluegrass and um and then my main, of course, influence was Bill Monroe. And but on the on the jazz side of the instrument, Jethro Burns, he and Homer were masterful jazz musicians. So as I you know continued to study mandolin, I, I knew that I, I loved Bill Monroe for the bluegrass and the, and the raw power of that, and then Jethro for the finesse of, of the jazz notes in and, and that direction. And but really once I once I started playing, you know, graduated from high school and started playing music for a living, I was I'm fortunate that when it's time to play I can kind of channel that energy and, and go to a go to a fun spot where music overtakes everything.
0: Well it is definitely a fun show. There's no there's never any argument that Sam gives a kind of mediocre, eh, it's okay kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> we are completely psyched here because this have you played the Center for the Arts before? Have you been here?
1: uh no no and it's been years since we were in, even to play in Crested Butte so uh and, and I'm trying to remember it was kind of a big horse corral giant Quonset hut we played in, okay. <laughs> us and David Grisman's band and us and and Bala was Fleck was there and so okay. but it's been it's been a quite a while so yeah this is going to be fun for us to be all enclosed, nice, nice theater. Off we go. It's going to be great.
0: Oh yeah. And it only has 215 seats and I've seen you at numerous festivals and I love it. And I, I'm fortunate to have access to the pit, but there's nothing more intimate than this small, awesome little place when it's packed and seeing you that close is going to be just an, an amazing joy for us. And you know, we'll it's see. It's fun.
1: It's it, fun for us too. It's fun for us too because we we can, you know, obviously we can see you well, and we can hear each other really well on stage. You know, in the in the in the in the large outdoor shows, sometimes the sound is even kind of hard to hear each other a little bit on stage. But we just played in Telluride last night at the Sheridan in the mm-hmm. same type of situation they okay. we're small and intimate, and man, we had a ball. So we this is this is a great time of year we get to see see the wintertime folks out here.